Okay, do you know, uh, my name's Bev Serkham. Do you know, do you remember what it was like when it was period five or period six on a Friday afternoon <laughs> in a really hot portable? What happens in period five and six in a really hot portable on a Friday afternoon? Anger. Oh, exactly. Or what else? Go to sleep. Okay, so what do teachers normally do when they have a period six on a Friday afternoon? I'm going to do the introductions after this video because I'm going to try and make you up. I actually thought we could do a bit of a you know run around the room or you know a bit of air exercise, but I'm just going to do the screen mentally. So apologies that we're not actually doing anything physical. Um, this will just kind of very quickly, just to give you some context, this was a video that was made by a film teacher and students uh, for the Pick My Project initiatives that happened. A lot of Victorians will know about that. Didn't get up. So, um, but it will give you the context and I can give you uh, some background once we've done that and I'll get on to... Oh, don't you love... Now the other thing is, of course, my left eye is gone cavity. You know how the technology normally goes cavity? It's my left eye now. So if, if I, if, um, I might need some help with this, I'm sorry to say. So what we're working on is the idea of developing a business course that is ethical, social and green. We're going to develop a leadership skill base for young people in upper secondary who will be actually thinking about how their business idea is going to impact on their community from an environmental perspective. We are saying, yes, let's look at enterprise skills and entrepreneurship, but we want to make sure that it's not in the traditional model. We want to actually develop businesses and... Internet. And do you know what else teachers experience on Friday afternoon? Yeah, it's technical. Problem. I had no idea why I was doing that. You just gone to sleep and it's too hot. Yeah. That's what it says. Okay. Let's try. Can you know what? I can't walk by one second. Yeah. We've got the time on somewhere. Yeah? Yeah. Here we go. Let's see. Here we go. Any second now. Background music, please. Anyone's stop shuffling. Oh, don't you love it? When it works, it's a beautiful thing. Is the connection okay? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Know. Oh, look. The question. Uh, the connection might be questionable. Alright. Oh, look. The idea is, I'll go to the PowerPoint now. So, did that wake everybody up for a second? Yes. <laughs> so it's served its purpose. Okay. Lovely, thank you. Okay, so um, my name's Vic Serkham and I am the project manager for the Inner Northern Local Learning Employment Network. For people who are not familiar with that, uh, there are local learning employment networks across Victoria. There's 31 of them. The idea is that we design strategies to um, transition young people from school to work and that there's a whole range of strategies within that. One of the ones that was developed uh, by Inland, which is the Inner North, which is the city of Darabin, Yarra and Moreland, which is why I'm so interested in speaking with this person over here from Moreland, um, is, who's since left, mm -hmm. who, um, there is essentially a, a 
cross-section of organisation, there's about 30 organisations across the Inner North called the INYET, which is the Inner North Youth Employment Task Force, and their specific purpose is to, to address youth unemployment, which is a growing issue globally, but obviously in the Inner North specifically. So they identified six key priority areas as a way of developing uh, strategies to address youth unemployment. One of them is about youth enterprise and entrepreneurship. Now the key difference, and I think one of the things I really want to stress with this, is that we weren't necessarily interested in the traditional model of entrepreneurship. We really wanted to think about if we had a future lens perspective on the way that uh, the uh, social global issues are evolving, it was actually our responsibility to look at how we are far more progressive in our thinking and how we actually embed this kind of thinking within the education system. So what we are doing, ah, that, was the, that was the video. <laughs> so what we decided to do is we actually, I was commissioned last year to write a report and research some of the um, European Commission in particular strategies on uh, youth entrepreneurship and youth entrepreneurship education, particularly in schools. At the end of writing that report, I, became, I came across Muhammad Yunus's uh, book that came out at the end of last year, who talked about the need that we needed an economic system to unleash the powers of young people. He talks in his opening paragraph about young people being the key drivers of the new economy. And I think particularly in, in the inner north, and I'm sure, as you can see, across the globe, that is uh, what is emerging and what is potentially so exciting uh, for the education system. So what we're really on about in terms of this particular project is that we're really thinking about um, how we are actually going to view entrepreneurship. We spend a lot of time, and I should also say there is a working party that is looking at this, and, uh, and this, this has been fascinating being at this conference, I have to say, and I know some of you in the room, I've had lots of discussions, because how we are actually unfolding as this project is unfolding is making me also think about how we are actually modelling our own governance. So I will actually start sliding a few of my own observations and learnings that I've got from this conference at the same time. However, this is actually a Danish de definition and we decided to adopt that definition, so we wanted to look at the concept of entrepreneurship, which is the development of innovation within organisations. We're looking at social entrepreneurship and there's vast uh, differences in interpretations within social entrepreneurship and I'm really observing some very interesting things about that movement of itself, as long with the digital and green entrepreneurial movement. The other thing that's really fascinating too that I think one of the, that makes different, uh, this project different is that, um, now actually I'm going to go back, apologies, oh, no, I'll leave it for now, um, is that we've also made a concerted decision, one of the things that the research showed up was that often, and I think people would appreciate this too, is that we find that entrepreneurial movements are often attracting, okay I'm going to make some fast generalisations, but generally uh, middle class young people who have, with a lot of social capital, who uh, have incredible networks, are often white, um, not always, but, the, but in terms of it being inclusive, we really needed and wanted to address those young people who are probably going to need entrepreneurial skills more than those who are likely to go on and succeed academically. So we've made a concerted decision that we're going to look at an integrated model of entrepreneurship, and that means that 
those young people who are often disengaged from the education system, and we've targeted specifically VCAL, which is a Victorian Certificate of Applied Learning for people who are outside of Victoria. So we're looking at those students who are regarded as non-academic. And often that non-academic students are really looking at project-based learning as well. So it really enables, there's a really good marriage between that certificate level and the sort of work that we're wanting to do. This list of skills came from the Foundation for Young Australians. I'm sure a lot of people are very familiar with that research. Now, what makes this different, and, I, and if you had seen that video, it would have made a lot more sense. We're just going through a co-design process, which I'm going to talk a little bit more about with you. However, I'm just going to just do a really quick uh, leap forward into the future um, and go back to our process in a minute. Um, we had last week, in fact, a group of principals and leading teachers from the schools that we are working with at the moment go through and they met with entrepreneurs, social entrepreneurs, they met with sustainable businesses, they met with waste management companies. At the end of that, that tour, they had a presentation from Alison Rowe, who was the CEO of the Moreland Energy Foundation. Again, why it would have been good to have Moreland here. Um, but this was her list of skills, which I think is really fascinating. And what makes this so fascinating for this list, Alison Rowe was a global sustainability corporate leader. She actually worked in the corporate world to look at sustainability for, for Fujitsu. Fujitsu, I beg your pardon for my, my pronunciation. Um, but I love the fact that she really looked at passion and pace, she looked at empathy, she looked at creativity and collaboration. And those, that skill base, I think, for those principals in the room, they really sat up and took notice of that. And it's, thank you. So it's, it was a really useful um, uh, exercise and ongoing. I should also say this is very much a learning journey that we're developing as we're going along. Okay, so as a few others know in the room too, I'm a bit of a Sharma fiend. Anyone who is familiar with Otto Sharma? One of the things that I thought was really important and I put in the research last year, but it's also for informing our practice at the moment in terms of what we're developing. The key thing that we are looking at is about how we develop the infrastructure across the region. So if we think about it across the city of Yarra, Derebin and Moreland, we're wanting to look at how do we build these enabling spaces for experimentation? How do we build it so that the teachers, the schools and the communities enable and really allow that innovation and experimentation? So while we've got all of these uh, other elements that are important, our key mantra, if you like, or purpose in terms of the project that we're looking at is about developing that infrastructure. So what we have and what we're talking about in terms of if we wanted to call it Society 4.0 or the new economy, and I know there's, it's a, it's a, how we define that is a huge question and certainly been the purpose of this conference. But what we wanted to do is to look at how we develop a regional innovation platform to enable this kind of thinking to happen. So what we're actually doing is we're not actually doing a lot of research. We're, in effect, I suppose we're doing a form of action research. We have six pilot schools that have agreed to doing the development of this, and we're looking at how we structure an ecosystem by the development of that. Now, I'd really like to actually get rid of this now because I actually developed this last year through the research and the surveys and the work that we were doing then. I'll just explain to you a little bit. We're actually here now. So we're in the process where we're looking at case studies, we're looking at 
the professional development of teachers and we're looking at how we develop partner and trial curriculum. So this is the current stage. Once we've finished the co-design process, we're actually going to put teachers in the place of what it is like to be an entrepreneur with, within the new economy. So we're going to actually trial different ways that they can learn to be the student in this kind of scenario. Because a lot of teachers, dare I say, are not often entrepreneurs themselves. So there's, so there's two parts to that. One is that we're very keen for it to be experiential for the teachers, but we're also keen to partner with organisations that can support the thinking. So we are building partnerships at the moment in, with uh, the region and beyond the region. And if again, if you've seen the video, you would know that there's um, some really fascinating stuff that is happening across those areas as well. The, for example, when the students and the leading teachers and principals toured to Brunswick and met with people from Nightingale Housing, they met with Moreland Energy Foundation, they met with Home One, which is, so, is a social enterprise, they had very long conversations about how they actually went about doing it. So we're now in the process of structuring what would it look like if we started to really get embed those people within the curriculum and in those partnerships. So we're still in the process of trying to work that out. Okay, very quickly, some of the things that we came that came up through the research. The European Commission and particularly we looked at Wales and Scotland as the two kind of countries that really showed us some very strong evidence in terms of how we develop that infrastructure. So one of the things that came up at a policy level that they believed had to really embedded within our thinking and how we set up expectations was not to expect all young people to be entrepreneurs because you're actually setting up the expectation that they will suddenly go out and be entrepreneurs. Now the definition of entrepreneur is also something we're challenging in this project. We do not want to set up the idea that you are going to live in a mansion with a multi-million dollar house with a, the latest Mercedes. We are so not interested in that. What we're trying to show is that young people who have a passion and want to actually make a difference to their community can be entrepreneurial. And that's what they saw when they met with these people in their own community. They saw a young woman who was really passionate about porridge at, the, at a farmer's market and has set up a cafe for breakfasts for people within a, an apartment block. And it's doing incredible things. So they actually realised um, that it can be a real person who can actually go on to do this sort of work. The other thing that was really important is the part of our ecosystems thinking is that we believed it wasn't, we're not trying to promote a model that's one size fits all. The beauty of entrepreneurship is that it encourages diversity. We actually want that diversity to flourish. There is a real temptation in schools, I think, to say, here's the model, go and teach it. What we're saying is no, if you're actually going to engage young people at a deep and meaningful uh, level in terms of connecting with their passion and purpose, you need to have that individualised approach. So it really does allow that to happen. Okay, we did some surveying. We've come up with the idea that teachers are really require a lot of intention, uh, sorry, intentional uh, work in terms of thinking about where the entry points are. There's been a huge amount of thinking that is going on is where is this going to sit within the curriculum? Because the other thing is we are not interested, thank you, of sitting uh, outside the curriculum. We're actually trying to develop it so we embed it. So this is for the long term. So we're trying to also think about 
The idea that we're not trying to set up entrepreneurs within the schools, we want the school to encourage a culture of innovation and experimentation. So the idea again is that we're trying to build those skills, build the project-based learning, we're trying to get teachers and entrepreneurs working together to co-design and to deliver. So what we're also doing with the project is we're building on working on what is a trusted relationship or partnership going to look like and we're looking at a range of sectors that are going to inform and draw and we're going to draw on that, that expertise to inform that curriculum. So, um, okay, so that, that's basically just again saying that there's a huge amount happening in the inner north and that we talked about the notion of convergence between the fact that the dominant economic structure um, can actually inform in part the social uh, brain in terms of financial sustainability. Again, there's lots of questions about governance and how that actually happens, but likewise that the financial or economic system can actually benefit from that integration and interconnection. So we're very keen to develop that. Again, um, we're also very keen to look at how do we form a coalition between education and business to help support this ongoing structure. So again, I've learned a huge amount this weekend thinking about, wow, we have so much to think about in terms of how we develop our governance structure. Can I just say we're at a very early stage. Okay, we're at the stage where we're also developing the Strategic Stakeholder Forum Series or Think Tank Series. The last one will be next Friday, wish me well. Um, because we are bringing now the teachers, the students and the businesses together to say um, this is how we are going to try to build the structure. So we're actually building the structure. The decision now is that it's professional development next year is the core work that we're doing. Within that we'll do some curriculum prototyping, we'll actually do some really fast quick trials um, and then in 2020 we want to actually see if we can roll it out. That's what the plan is at this point, just anything can happen, obviously. These are the schools that we're actually working with, for people, again, who are outside of Victoria. Um, these schools are in and north, and they're all vastly different. Can I also say the beauty of these schools is that we have just such innovative principles at the helm. They want to make a difference. They have asked me um, quite uh, personally, I converse with these guys all the time, they really are very keen and passionate about getting this happening. So it's really exciting to be working within an educational system and with schools who want this sort of change to occur. Okay, there was a think tank series. Um, yes. Okay, the other thing I'll just very quickly mention, schools are also now playing with the idea of how they're going to structure their own courses and how that's actually going to influence other schools. So we're very keen for schools to develop their own models, but also to develop a sharing model as well. So, for example, uh, one of the schools decided to put their VC business management students with the VCAL students. We're still working out how we're going to actually inform the social enterprise and sustainable business component. Um, and again, that will come through the professional development. Um, I'm just going to whiz through a lot of this stuff now because I'm very aware. One of the things that we're also keen to do and I'm in discussion with is how we can actually set up a national and global portal and I think Nina has a really interesting role and I haven't really said this but my thinking is I'm really keen for students and teachers to converse with the people who are really doing it. So I'm very interested in how we could set up a secure portal so that students have the opportunity to talk 
uh, through a webinar series or whatever. So that's certainly on the agenda in terms of what we think we would like to do. Again, the infra business infrastructure, we have Bendigo Bank who's invested in this structure. They're very keen to look at how the sort of work that we're doing, they're very interested in different business models. So there's some really interesting layers of work with this too as to how the work that we're doing here is actually going to potentially inform other businesses as well. So there's a, there's a range of conduits that are, that, are, that are emerging as we're developing. Um, so we're all, as I said, very much in a learning process. And lastly, before I do the thank you, we're in the process of talking a num to a number of universities about this. And one of the things that's been really fascinating in the discussion with those universities is that we find that we kind of go to a particular area. So for example, at the moment, one of the universities we've spoken to is who is just brilliant at applied learning and their knowledge of the Victorian education system, but it's that's what their expertise is. So if we wanted to look at new economy thinking, if we wanted to think about um, governance structures, if we wanted to think about um, sustainable business waste management, then that whole sector, it actually brings us to the point of what are we actually going to measure? Because the project's quite multidimensional. So we've, we've got lots of questions to ask about how we're actually going to do this. What's the actual inner transformation that is going to occur with all the stakeholders, not just with the students? And I think the students have been absolutely, we've got this ambassador group at year, from year 10 to 12 from these schools. I'm sorry, I've got to be one more minute. Um, and I just want to finish with this story. <laughs> finish this, with this story because the last think tank that we had with the principals and the students, we had actually asked them, what do you think, what would you want to see in, as a dynamic curriculum? What would really inspire you? And the first thing that those students said is that we want teachers engaged with their content. We want inspired teachers. We want to have conversations. We want open inquiry. We want to be able to really look at how we can build a relationship with our teachers. And then I asked them whether they would be willing to say that at the Principals and Leading Teachers Forum. And they did. And that was the, I, w I wish we had captured that. I'm actually thinking about how we can do a reenactment. Um, because it was just stunning. Because they actually said all of that to their teachers and their teachers sat there. And I think, if you think about a moment of deep listening, I actually think it happened. Because the teachers sat there, they, I think they were overwhelmed by a lot of what they had absorbed. They actually, we were about to go into project concepts and they said, no, 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 they were in period six on a Friday. They went, don't make us do that. <laughs> I can't, I, they couldn't deal with it. I said, that's okay, all right, well, you can get out early. Um, so, um, basically, it was a really interesting, there's a really interesting role reversal that's happening as well. The teachers are being advised by their students as to what they want. The students are actually going out and seeing it happening as the principals are seeing it happening. And what is even more fascinating when you think about new economy thinking is that we are all in transition. So we're trying to develop a curriculum at the same time that it's evolving and defined, where normally you would have defined content over here that's transactional that goes over there. Whereas we're actually saying, oh, we're all on a learning journey together. We don't know quite how we're doing this, but can we just have a go? Which again, provides a really interesting modeling for those students to think about what it is to be on a learning journey collectively. 
So it's, it's a really interesting process. I have to say it does do my head on, head in on a number of occasions, I can tell you. Because there's times I will wake up and think, oh my God, you know, such and such, we need to do whatever. So there is, you know, just in terms of the pragmatics, but the learning that is going on for this is really quite, um, I'm quite exhilarated by it. Um, are you happy to move to questions? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I'm afraid that we've gone Michelle Maloney's um, concern or has raised 
um, some interest or passion about um, education. She believes that that's, that's important. So Great. it might be worth um, Absolutely, uh, thank you. Talking to about that. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. So I'm also in the education hub for Lina, so, so I've been. Yes, do we, good. Absolutely. do we know in that meeting? Oh, we can talk about that. <laughs> I, can I, just, a, just a comment to add to that, I actually think what your project is doing though is it's going beyond education mm -hmm. and it's actual, mm -hmm. actually practical skills, mm -hmm. it's being able to follow a passion, it's being able to add structure to your thought, thought process yep. um, and if you don't have the answers, find the answers and mm -hmm. so I think often um, as a society we say, you know, I'm a dietitian and so often people say to me, oh people just know, need to know how to eat better, they know how to eat better. They just need the system to support them in making those good choices. So I think what you're doing actually goes beyond mm. teaching and becomes practical learning. So I, that's a credit to the program. Thank you. Yeah. And, and, and um, I have yeah. to add also this learning by doing. Yes. And, and building your curriculum and your content as you go. Mm. And, and I've been doing that at, at, well, at postgraduate level. And it's because there's no textbooks necessarily this, right. we just have to do that. Exactly. And that's why. It's so interesting. I'm working with these really dynamic t young teachers. You know, if you think about young people developing the new economy, these young teachers are, are really onto it now. So they're, they're trying to work out ways, which is what I want. I want them to really run with it. So, but again, it will be, it's an ongoing process. Another group, uh, I love what you're doing, it's fantastic. I mean, more than if I was, I mean, was going to be there longer, I wouldn't get involved when I was moving. But, um, <laughs> Another group, I don't know if you're aware of, is the Victorian Student Representative Council. Oh, yeah. Who are interested in these student-led kind of initiatives. Yep. And they've got processes around helping students teach teachers about how to deliver and those right. kind of things as well. So uh, um, that's worth looking at. This is with Roger Holdsworth. Roger Holdsworth, yeah. yeah. And this, I haven't... David Mould is another person who's yep. a kind of social entrepreneur himself who might be interested in connecting yeah. if you're looking for those kind of people too. Is that still at Yapvik? Um, the office is moving, yeah, but they're still connected through through yeah. I think, um, yeah, there's, I think there's, you know, in terms of working with big students, yeah, I love your work, and I think that's a really important aspect of look is looking at the people who often miss out, uh, you know, as much as you know, with private schools and stuff like that, it, those kids generally, I'm saying, as a general rule, will be fine. You know, it's these kids in VCAL who fall between the cracks and so therefore, and also if it works for VCAL kids, then it's going to work for pretty much everybody. Well, in extent. fact, I think the VCE kids are going to end up being jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is good. I mean, you know, actually you want them all integrated. No, sorry. <laughs> we really want to create division. Yep. Yeah, so I think it's really great in um, from my experience working within migrants, refugees, people with disabilities, that entrepreneurship. Um, the biggest thing, yet yeah, really countering is discovering the passion. So you yes. talked about the passion, yes. but the biggest thing, or the biggest difficulties that we've had is someone that comes in and we call them a tourist, where they don't know what the idea is, what they want to do, mm. but they sort of come with that idea, but it's really finding people's passions yes. and matching that within the greater circle. And interestingly, and I think this is some part of the issue too for young people, where I think uh, there's high anxiety, depression and, and other sort of mental health issues that are very prevalent. Um, when I've actually talked to young people, and some of the young people that were part of this tour about what their passion, they always said, no, I don't have any. I'm not interested. I have no interests. I have no nothing. And I've, and I've spent a lot of time thinking about that and I think that's about the relationship. 
They don't want to devote something to somebody they've just met about their passion. So that's why the relationship with the teacher is critical. So it's about how we mobilise and support the teachers by getting entrepreneurial activities and partnerships. Okay, um, I'll have to yep. form a question there. Uh, in the risk of uh, missing out on afternoon tea, it's already up there.